Do you have like a will they won't they storyline on your podcast? What do you mean? Like, is it is everyone kind of like, oh, I wonder if they're gonna like kiss or go out? No, no. we're friends, Jacob. Yeah, but that's kind of what makes the TV show interesting. Okay, but this is a podcast. It's a podcast. It's not a okay. TV show. It's a... Yeah, but podcasts are narrative these days. Oh my god! I think you guys should have a little bit of romance, just hinted at. And welcome to another episode welcome of the Cross Country Sports Podcast. Of the Cross Country Sports Podcast. Which isn't called the Cross Country Sports Podcast oh, anymore. Right. It's, the it's called the Dew Point Conversion. Yeah, and um, I'm Noah Friedman. Nope. Uh, I'm Elijah Zalonsky. Yep. With my co-host here, Noah Friedman. Yep. Uh, you just heard Jacob Zalonsky. You heard Jacob Zalonsky say that Noah Friedman and I should be in love. Um, I mean, we are, but not like that. Yeah, not like that. We're bros. No, we are bros. You know that. Yes. That was a that was a decent high five. That was. Um. All right. We did that with our off hands too. So, like we're, well, you're you're natural right. This is my right. This yeah. is my correct hand. You're correct. It I was did, more impressive on your. I part did the left. I'm left sitting on the did. right. You're sitting on the left. Right. Jacob's sitting behind me. It's a big couch. Yes. It's a very big couch. It's it's a big comfy couch. Yes. And also shout out to the big comfy couch. How this is a record streak, by the way, that we've gone on for doing live episodes. I feel like this is like three three in a row. I think it's like Something. four in a row. Wow. That's awesome. And I've only come to this residence, which I will not disclose, because yes. that would be bad. Because but secrets. I'm grateful to be hosted by Jacob and Elijah Zalonki. Is Paw Patrol a little weird? We have a TV on in front of us, and it's just showing Amazon stuff. It's just like, I mean... Everybody let loves do- Paw Patrol. Let, do- let dogs be dogs, man. Like, why, why they gotta be cops? Everybody loves Dogs Paw- are like interesting as they are. Everybody loves Paw Patrol. Uh, that's a fair point. But you know what everyone also loves? Football! Professional football, that is. Professional New York football giants. Really? That's what you want to talk about first? Not really. They didn't play last week, so we didn't talk about them. That's true. Um, You know what's funny? For the first time in my fantasy football career, I believe I benched a kicker on his bye week and, like, kept him on the roster. Right. Graham Gano. Graham Gano. He's having a year. He's he's really good at getting the ball to go through the yellow things. Yes, but he's not Justin Tucker. He's no well, no one's Justin Tucker. No, right? Justin you know, Tucker's like, in his own freaking stratosphere. Yeah, he's kind of like a he's a system kicker. Yeah, uh, from his, his words, not mine. But in any case, I wanted to transition to somewhere from that, but we can't. But my main point was, speaking of streaks, we have not talked about how we've done over the course of a football Sunday slash Monday slash Thursday right. until now. Correct. And I was you eight, can say the records. I was 8-5 and five this past week. Noel was 7-6. Uh, and six. I lost by one game. So, uh, eat it, Noah. No, I'm kidding. Eat it's it. A good, it's a good game. It's eat a good. it. Oh, that's a Weird Al Yankovic reference. Have Shout you out. seen the movie yet? No, I've heard it's no, really good. Watch that. Shout out Daniel Radcliffe. Yes, Daniel Radcliffe is great, and it's only on Roku. Is this a Roku? I believe so. Oh, it's a Roku. No, it's not. It's not, but it has no. Roku. We have Roku the app. Oh, okay. So you can watch it. I think. I think you can watch it for free with ads. Because so it's I've... Who's Clues? Blue's Clues? Blue's Clues. But I've now shouted out two different streaming companies. Yes. Oh, and... no. We're going to get in trouble because because, because FDA regulations. I don't think that's but right. I don't think that's right either. I think, it, I think you're, you're not thinking of the Food and Drug Administration. No, I'm thinking of You're like... thinking of the, the federal... Communicate the. Anyway, we had some really fun football games this past week. Uh, uh, let's. Uh, how about how about those? Uh, where, where, where should we start? I think we need to start with your Bears, dude. Unfortunately, how do you call? How do you not call that pi? I mean, look and look. You, you know me. Usually, I'm not one to complain about a no call, but like 
we got called for a PI because Eddie Jackson was tracking the ball and like bumped into Jalen Waddle on an underthrown pass, and the refs thought it was a good idea to reward the offense for it. BSPI call there, but then like when Chase Claypool gets mugged on a third and ten late in the game, you know, just absolutely pulled down before the ball gets there, you're not gonna call the pass interference. Completely fucked over the Bears. Uh, we would have been able to at least tie ga- the game and send it to overtime, or you know, take the lead and probably win it. Uh, but no, uh, the the refs had other ideas. And again, I don't usually get mad at no calls, but if you're gonna call it tiki tacky one way, then you got to call it for the blatant the other way. Uh, I don't know if you if you saw the play. At the end I didn't the actually yeah. see the play at the end. I was so zoned in on so many different games. We had That's a lot. Of, we had, we had a lot. We had, of games. we had a lot of really good games, but um. That was probably the best game of the day, uh, the Bears-Dolphins. And, you know, obviously very encouraged by Fields' play again. But, like... Dude, when they unlock him as a runner, he, he rushed for the most yards that a quarterback has ever had in a single game. Second most. Colin Kaepernick uh, in 2012 playoffs. Regular season, the most. Regular season. Regular season, yeah. Okay. But I don't know why we don't count playoffs, because... Playoffs? Playoffs? <laughs> Jacob Talking about, about playoffs? Jacob knows about Oh, speaking that, of yeah. which, that, that, that coach uh, coached for my team, and there, there was news out of my organization. Jim but, Oh, that's true. Oh, he yeah, literally said of, that with the Colts, but... This is true. No, 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 but I, but I want to keep... Right, I want to we'll, keep we'll, get, we'll get to Jeff Saturday soon. Oh, my God. Yes. I, okay. Um, literally, I don't understand how Justin Fields rushes for 178 and the Bears don't win. Well, partially because the defense that, is, is not good at all. Well, that... That uh, penalty. Too. That penalty really screwed us over here. I'll show it to you because I have it. Okay, show it to me. I happen to have it open because I'm, I'm doing a thing on um, on just, just quarterbacks. Like uh, quarterbacks who have rushed for over 150 yards in a game. Nice. Okay, we're watching We're watching the tape here right now. Is. We here's just watched like a... Here's the tape. Look at... Wait, here it is. Here's the throw. Ready? Okay. Ready? Third and ten. Late in the oh, fourth quarter. Cannon. Double coverage, though. Well, I mean, Holland came over there, but look at, look at, look at this. Look at this. True. He's, he's like he's like grabbing on his hip. Yeah, he's like giving him the Heimlich yeah. before the ball gets there. And so they call that. And then Fields, fourth and ten, rolls out, hits Equinemius St. Brown in the hands. Trust me, like it's too fast to see there, but he hit him in the hands. Equinemius could not hang on. Yeah. And, that, and that's all she wrote. So, yeah, that that, that's kind of how we lost. You but know? that game had a lot of offense. 35-32. It was, it was like every major like Gen Z football fan's dream. I don't know, man. I feel like there's a lot of Gen Z football fans who do – understand the value of defense and but yeah i mean it, look i'd love to meet those people as, as a because... Bear, as a bears fan i'm encouraged by the play of the offense and i'm disappointed by the play of the defense and that feels very weird to say because again i'm a bears fan <laughs> like you know we're, we're, we're used to having things be the opposite of what they are right now um meaning horrendous offense and our defense keeps us in games now you know and look Obviously, I'm not on like the oh we gotta fire Eberflus. No, don't Eber- fire Eberflus. Not at all. Eberflus has done a good job so far. He's but been like, fine. He's got to pick it up a little bit in this area of you know he's a defensive head coach. Defense needs to be playing better, and uh, you know he's he's absolutely accountable for it. Um, and I'm not saying he won't right the ship. And you know he he's been dealt a tough hand because they have been trading away their defensive players. But at the same time, you know you're a defensive coach, and so the defense does need to be playing at a higher level. Again, that being said, Miami is unbelievably explosive on offense. They also played Dallas, who's really good. I think that this week when we play the Lions, it's going to be kind of a get-right game uh, because it is Detroit. We're going to be in Chicago. Bounce back. I think we will win that one. But we'll, we'll get Wow, you are really getting ahead of it. Well, I mean, it's the Bears. <laughs> I know. You know. Well, 
Listen, and, it's it's hump day. We're anticipating the weekend's going to be here before speak, we know speak, it. Speaking of the speaking of the Lions. Well, no, I want to talk first really quickly about this was like a trade deadline matchup between yes. the Bear, our Bears and the Dolphins because yes. the Dolphins acquired Bradley Chubb, who we've talked about before on who this Justin Fields podcast. Justin Fields made a great escape from, by yes, the way. Yes, he did. But Nasty third Chubb, down conversion. Chubb had, you know, 52 of 70 snaps played. He had a he had a um, tackle. He generated three quarterback pressures, including the one that you were talking yep. about. And he played fine. Like, the yeah. Dolphins the Dolphins really needed that. Well, um, I don't know. They absolutely did, but it's just like... I, I mean, this, this game was irrelevant for defense. Let's just say that. Right. Watch this. Watch it. Here it is. Here's the escape. Yep. Chubb, Chubb's there. Yep. And Fields just a slippery little bit. He just got such easy speed. Like, his 0 to 100 like, let him and run. his lateral movement is insane. Also, didn't you, you said you were praying for rain. I didn't, I didn't, the conditions look great. No, it was great. <laughs> it was, too, I mean, yeah, like Waddle and Hill were getting open all game long. They looked awesome. Um, but yeah, that, that PI was just ridiculous. But yeah, which game do you want to go to next? Well, I said, you know, we got the Lions next week. I think we're going to beat the Lions. A team that I'm very grateful for because yeah. speaking of the Lions. Dude, the Lions had a defensive clinic they on had, Sunday. You know, a game that every Gen Zer would hate, I guess. Um, I want to meet these Gen Zers who, who want defense in their games. I, I want to meet the Gen Zers who want, uh, who like football. Um, no, wow. there's plenty of Gen Zers who like football. Go watch TikTok. There's so many football things on TikTok. I, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers, three interceptions, two in the red zone. They were all in the red zone. Well, one of them was two of them. Two one of them. One, one of, of them, them definitely was not in the red zone. One of them was. It was intercepted at the one yard line. So that's the red zone. I mean, he threw like yeah. The, but they the were Packers not... were not in the red zone. Yes, but. It was like he was throwing the ball to the end zone. Like it was, it was. If it was caught, it would have been a touchdown. But obviously, the defender was in the way. Um, but yeah, two of them were like in the red zone. Like, but, like the the two that were like in the red zone classified were inside the five yard line. Yes, like this is thing, true. so. And like, the other one was caught at the one though. And I, and I, true. So okay, you know. But the one thing I want to mention about the first interception, I believe it was the one where he was trying to get that slip screen to Bakhtiari. No, that was the second. The one. The second one. Okay, yeah. so it was the second one. Genius play call. And you have to fault the quarterback because he yeah. literally underthrew it. He, that, was, that was the worst throw I've ever seen like, him make. 32-year-old Aaron Rodgers would make that throw. Dude, I, I mean, I don't know how he he missed it this year. Like, it was so bad. It was. I literally it, gasped. It, I was like, this is so genius, I and I like, hate you. This is not him. I was so happy. I was, I was, I was delighted that Bakhtiari got robbed of a touchdown in the NFL. Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson's first career interception, too. Great play. Picking off Aaron Rodgers down there. Also, the first interception, Rodgers threw it off the helmet of a, of a defensive lineman. He hit him in the face. And then Rodgers was, like, throwing a fit, like, how do you not catch the ball? Like, dude, I mean, you're hitting a defensive player in the helmet. Like, you can't – are you going to really blame your receiver for that? Are you going to blame your receiver? Uh, he's, he's an asshole. Yeah. Um, and then the fourth – the third interception was terrible, too, because, you know, he just underthrew his guy, uh, you know, in the end zone. And – um yeah, I mean, just terrible, terrible game all around from Aaron Rodgers. His receivers were not helping him nope. when he did hit them in the hands uh, later in the game. But uh, and I do not think the Lions played a particularly good game, especially on offense. But you know, they took advantage of their opportunities and they held the Hall of Fame quarterback to nine points. And um, now the Lions sit at two and six. The Packers are three and six. The Bears are three and six. Uh, really feels like. This is Minnesota's division. To lose. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they won't lose the division. Well, here's the They're thing. They're 7-1 now. They just beat the Commanders 20-17. to And here's the thing about Minnesota, too. They have now they have now played three straight games where they've gone up against backup quarterbacks. And The Minnesota Vikings. That's going to turn into four. Potentially. Most likely, yeah. I mean, if 
Allen's got Tommy John issues, then he's got a UCL problem. Oh, okay. It's not a tear. Right. They've already said that, and they are basically monitoring his status day to day. And this will be a situation of it'll be really interesting too because if Josh Allen doesn't go, then it's Case Keenum who gets the start against his old team, and gets. Jo- to, I mean, and gets to try to reconnect with Josh Stephon Allen's Diggs. tough. If the Bills play, then I rest my case. Get it? I get I rest it. My Keenum. Case. case Keenum is a football player. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's really it's, freaking it's, it's funny. It's pretty funny. But, okay. but like... If Keenum was like a really good quarterback, I'd name my fantasy team. I rest my case. Also, we just did like a multiverse, by the way, of like game analysis. We literally sure. went from Detroit, Green Bay, Detroit, to briefly Minnesota, Washington, right. to... To the future. To Buffalo. Right, right. But that's kind of what, that's the show, right? This is the show. This is the show. It's a podcast. Yeah, no, that's what we're, we do. We, we are riffing. Football. Yeah, we are we're riffing. riffing. I was on a shoot yesterday at Fox. We're getting so meta. I was on a shoot yesterday at Fox where literally we did like a bad interview, essentially. So it was, was like... the point? Or was yeah, it, it was the bad? point. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, So basically our talent, and I'm, I'm not going to reveal anything like who it was or like right, right. What, where it was shot, whatever. That's talent basically asks the actor like, hey, what's your, you know advice to young people and then he genuinely gives his answer and then the talent just shoots back just some really funny answer right, right, right. like and then they start riffing at one another and then the camera cut it was like basically curb your enthusiasm but for like a really bad interview i'm excited to see it I'm it's great it'll it. it'll air next week because Sounds a little bit like on cinema it'll air next week because this week is our veterans day show where we are you know completely taking off the comedy bit of what we do at our show it's going to be completely focused on the troops and all Ooh, the fun the stories troops. all the fun stories within the military academies and football troops so, i can't i cannot name my favorite active war leader but active who, war leader or my, my or my favorite active military leader but i can name my 22nd favorite quarterback you're absolutely right it's Derek carr remember that from the Falcons? yeah joke? from the falcons yeah, documentary i kind of butchered the joke but it's you, a good bit you 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 had the confidence and it was I, like I, a I li- it was a little choppy Whoop! but like you did you, whoops were you trying to do chris berman shut up <laughs> um case keenum uh, no also wait, wait wait before we close the door on on detroit just want to mention detroit scored 15 points 15 to 9 two touchdowns by first year players oh shane zilstra nice. james mitchell oh james zilstra one of the few people who no, comes after shane me zilstra. shane zilstra what did i say james james oh because shane... you combine james mitchell and shane right, right, right. shane Zilstra, yeah, one of the few people that comes after me in Z E versus Z Y. Yes, if yeah. I was uh, graduating, you know, he would. He, I mean, he, I, I doubt anyone ever came after Zilstra. You know, I'm sure he was last every single time, unless it was um, like Z Z Z Z. I don't think anyone's Z Z, but like, I wonder if he is the last person to play football like alphabetically in the know? history of the in NFL. The history of the NFL, like, honestly, Hank Aaron because there's number... Brandon Zilstra. Do you oh. remember Brandon Zilstra? No, no, not so. But I mean, he's after Brandon sure. Zilstra because Shane, Shane comes after. But I'm but sure like, they've got to be related. Oh no, for sure. But also, um, what's his name? Uh, like in baseball, it was Hank Aaron was first for the longest time until David Artsma or Artsma yep. made his debut for the Cubs. Um, Zilstra's got to be last. Like I just out of everyone who's ever played football, I don't think anyone comes after Zyl unless there's like a Zyz or something. But I, I just I can't imagine uh, that's the case. Right. Well, they're definitely related, yeah, and they're both be. on the lines. Oh, there you go. So Brandon Zilstra is on the practice squad, and then Shane Zilstra. So like the brothers were on the same team. Brothers, 
Um, kind of like Jacob Zelonky and Elijah Zelonky. Yeah, you know, honestly, I think we've talked about the Lions too much for one show. You're right. If I'm being, if I'm being honest with you. They traded um, TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings. The Vikings, who had, you know, they did not play great against the Commanders, but they were they able won. to get the win. Kirk Cousins going into his uh, former stadium and uh, getting the victory. You like a, that. You like that. Made a beautiful touchdown pass at the end of the game to Dalvin Cook on that little wheel route. Just gorgeous touch on the ball. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the Vikings, they're, they're legit, I think. Uh, a lot of people are clowning them for not having an e- for not having – or for having an easy schedule. But, like, everyone in the NFC has an easy schedule because the NFC is not that good. No. Um, the NFC is bad. It just – I mean, you know, like, you got your good teams here and there. But, like, 7-1 is hard. It's not easy. Are they 7-1 or 8-1? They're 7-1. 7-1, okay. Because they've had their bye. Yeah, seven and one is hard. Seven and one is very hard, and the Vikings are there. And I, I mean, I, I think they will continue to win. Uh, next week they play the Bills. We don't know how that's going to go. Depends it's going to be Josh Allen it's going to be an amazing game regardless. I think it'll be a really good game because I, I just... if you have Josh Allen, then you have two of the best teams in the NFL going at it healthy. Yes. If you have Case Keenum, you have the storyline of Minnesota. Yes. So the game, Case Keenum the game led... is going to be good. Yes. Regardless. Case Keenum led the Vikings, or helped lead the Vikings to the NFC Championship in 2017 uh, when they lost to the uh, the Eagles. Yep. But uh, that was when the Minneapolis Miracle happened. Yep. Against the Saints. Against the Saints. So Ste- Stephon Diggs also. Um, Case Keenum to Stephon Diggs could happen yes. again. One of the In co- a different uniform against the, the, the same team. Diggs, sideline. Can anybody catch him? Something like that. But either way. Joe Buck call? Yeah, Joe Buck call. But uh, anyway. Speaking of, you know, crazy endings in the divisional playoffs, um, do you remember the name Marlon McCree? No. So Marlon McCree played for the Chargers. He was like a cornerback. Okay. All right, let's go back to the 2006 playoffs. Uh, Thank you, John Boyce. I know you enjoy going back to the 2006 playoffs. I do. Um, So we got the the Patriots going to San Diego to play the San Diego Chargers. Uh, Wait, can I just San Diego Super Chargers? Okay, continue, please. Thank you. Got the Tom Brady and the Patriots driving down the field late in the game. Uh, I'm pretty sure they don't have any timeouts, and it's like, uh, you know, very late in the fourth quarter. Tom Brady, as he does, throws an interception uh, to this guy named Marlon McCree, but, but instead of just going down, Marlon McCree tries to run for some extra yards, and Troy Brown, Patriots receiver, strips him, steals the ball, oh. and then the Patriots go down. They tie the game, I believe, or they take the lead. Um, either way, Patriots ended up winning the game when it was right in San Diego's hands. I know what game you're about to talk about. The San Diego, excuse nope. me, the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego. <laughs> yep. Going into Atlanta to play the Atlanta Falcons of Anaheim were... That was stupid. <laughs> um, it, you should have been like the Atlanta Falcons of Augusta. Of Augusta or that's in Athens, Georgia. right? Yeah, yeah but, true. Anyway, but, um, yeah. anyway, this game, like, the football gods, like, their existence... Prove like the existence of the football gods was proven in this game, and I, I say that because it ended in the most Chargers Falcons fashion possible. With the Chargers With coming the Chargers, out on top, Chargers coming out on top, you know, like just just by a little bit at the end there. But like, did you see that ending? Yes, you, I did. Like it was okay. on my network. Of so, course, I saw the end. So 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 just just to recap. Herbert finds Everett over the middle, the tight end, uh, Gerard, Gerard Everett, I think. Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett, right, right. Uh, he gets stripped. He fumbles the ball. I can't remember who picked it, was, it up on it, the bucket. It, so it was Austin Eckler, was not Eck- Gerald Everett. Eckler? Yeah, it was Eckler, was who who, Eckler, Eckler fumbled it originally. Oh. Taquan Graham 
was the one who recovered the fumble for Take Atlanta. Graham. Literally goes down the field, just loses it. He's going to get it in field goal range. Literally loses the ball. He got stripped by John Madden. Pretty much. Or someone, you know? Like, like it's he was not stripped. He just dropped the ball. So, like, the same thing. Well, no, not the same thing. I'm thinking Leon Lett, but it wasn't Leon Lett. Mm-mm. So, Leon Lett in the Super Bowl. Right. Gets stripped by... um. Dan Beebe, I think it was? Don Beebe. Don yeah, Beebe, yeah. thank you. Right. Yep. Um, that wasn't exactly what happened in this game because right. dude literally just... What? I can't, even, I can't even blame him. Like, he was just running and it just, like, fell out of his just hand. came out. And... Chargers recover. Chargers recover. Also, Khalil Mack made an amazing play at this game. He did. Taking the ball out of uh, Drake London's hands. Yep. And just, you know, running down the sideline. That was that was a badass play by Khalil Mack. Love they that. were going to score a touchdown um, on that yeah, play. they would have. Two-yard line. Guy but, just comes in, converges on the rookie, strips him, takes the ball back for a 44-yard return. That's why Khalil Mack is one of the best players of every generation. Uh, that was, like, young Mack flashing. Um, he's still good. He's still great. Yeah, no, he's still a great player. But, um, anyway... So what happened the after the, the Chargers? Yeah, yeah. They move the ball down the field, and their kicker, Dicker. Kit, Dicker the kicker. Dicker the kicker. Uh, you know, I'm not making lewd remarks. His name is Dicker. His name is Cameron Dicker. Cameron Dicker. Yep. Um, Cam Dicker. That's really funny. That sounds like Brett Favre's nickname. Um, get it? Oh, like, God, anyway. Brett Favre. Um, uh, what don't Favre. want to talk about Brett Favre. We don't need to talk about Brett Favre. No. But anyway, he makes the game-winning field goal for the Chargers, which is weird to say because the Chargers are known for missing game-winning field goals. Shout-out Nate Kading. And Nick Novak, too. Nick Novak and uh, a bunch of other guys. Chargers end up winning the game. Second 20-17 to 17 game of the day. Um, yeah, that was, that, was a, that was a crazy game. So That's one that'll be talked about for a while. Can I just say, too, about Cameron Dicker? So he had just gotten elevated from the practice squad. Right. He was signed off the Philadelphia Eagles roster. Right. He had made a go-ahead field goal for the Eagles earlier this season. Right. Then he goes ahead and kicks the game winner for the Chargers. So, huh. like, two go-ahead slash game winners for two different teams. That's insane. In the first half of the season. That That's, that's like, you know, kickers are really becoming, like, this mercenary position where... Graham Gano's like, a good kicker. Right. Graham Gano's a very good kicker. <laughs> but it's like, you, you have, um, you know, Michael Bad- Bagley. Uh, Money, Badger. Money Badger. Money Badger. First of all... Another amazing, Charger. Amazing nickname. Charger. He, he was on the Bears for one game against the Giants this year in, you know, terrible weather... He kicks four field goals for the Bears. He makes them all, including like a forty-plus yarder, like in the harsh New or New Jersey football conditions. Um, and th- that was all the points the Bears scored that day. The next day, he's off the roster. He's like on on the Lions now or something. And it's just funny that like, you know, that's kind of what a kicker does now. Like he joins a team for a little bit, does his job, gets as many points as he can. And you know, they, like so many teams just have a revolving door at kicker nowadays. It's just interesting to see the kicker is a mercenary. In the NFL nowadays. They're nomads. They are nomads. They just wander. Yeah, they're, 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 they are the Jewish people of the NFL. The kickers are the, in the, sense the kickers that are Jews. They always find their way somewhere and then they hit they hit the promised land, yep. as Cameron Dicker did. Yes. Like if you go back and watch, I'm pretty sure inside the NFL always Adam Ven- does that make Adam Vinatieri Moses? Yeah, because he just staked his claim. Yep. He for for two different teams over the course of twenty years. I feel like this analogy needs some nuance, but I like where it's going. I think it's great. We should flush we it out. We definitely need to this. think about this more. But also, inside the NFL gets all the mic'd up stuff first before anybody. Well, yep. NFL Films does, but right. they get they funnel well, it to right, inside yeah. the NFL. And yeah. so Kyle Van Noy, uh, former uh, Patriot, like, former Dolphin. Like, okay, what's our kicker's name? Yep. So you saw it. So <laughs> oh, good. So good. That's one of my favorite seven Yo, I'm mic'd up. The guy's, but like, I'm... the guy's like Dicker. He's like, no, really. I'm mic'd up, but I'm literally saying, what's this guy's name? Yeah, Dicker. Yeah. <laughs> Dicker the kicker. And we were like, he's like, what? You saw Khalil Mack was like, 
And, just, you just, and who, shrugged. whoever edited that piece should get a raise because they literally just have Cameron Dicker on the shoulders of whoever. Yeah. And you literally just hear Kyle Van Noy probably nowhere near the play. Yeah. To be like, Dicker the kicker. <laughs> just like fades away. Oh, that's so good. NFL that. feels bad. They, they are, they've been working with We are for so, so grateful for NFL films. I, I love. Just saying. God bless Steve Sable. So, I hope he's somewhere having a good one. And his dad, Ed. Yep, Ed There's a well. founder. Um, can we talk about how the Jets beat the Bills, though? <laughs> yeah, great game. The third 20-17 to 17 game of the day. Yes. Um, you know, Josh Allen, he had two really, well, he had one boring touchdown, one run, one very cool touchdown run, and he hurt his elbow. He hurt his elbow. Um, Zach Wilson, you know, did the job. He played pretty well. Honestly, the Jets could be, they could be seven and two right now. They're six and three. Could be seven and two if not for that kind of bullshit roughing the passer call they got last week on Mac Jones. Um, but they're six and three. They beat who many people think is the best team in football. Um, but you know what I learned from this game, and I'm gonna bring in the Titans and the Chiefs game as well. Okay. Uh, what I learned from these two games is, which was the fourth twenty to seventeen game, by the way. Um, <laughs> What I learned from these two games, the Chiefs won that their game at home against the Titans with the backup quarterback. The Bills lost on the road. Um, the Chiefs and Bills are like the consensus two best teams in the NFL to some, definitely the AFC. They are both vulnerable. They are both definitely vulnerable. I, I, I think the Chiefs are the best right now. But, you know, the fact that the Titans went into Kansas City and held the lead for most of the game with their backup quarterback and ended up uh, and the Chiefs needed overtime to beat them first of all that, that tells me that the Titans are pretty good the Titans are pretty damn good and secondly it tells me the Chiefs and the Bills both can be ahead so it's AFC's fun- it's fun it's funny it's like well you talk about the NFC stinks the AFC is good but teams like we just don't know because there's right. so much parity and exactly. so much shuffling but it's funny you mention that because it reminds me of like the team that beat the team that beat the, that team that beat that team right, right? so like Everyone beat the Jets someone, beat yes. the Bills. The Bills beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs beat the Titans. The right. Titans beat the Colts. The Colts are Super Bowl champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and, shout out to Passover. And, and I'm gonna no, not never shout out Passover. Why not? Because Passover's tough. It is hard to. It's not great for the I'm old just, owls. I'm counting sure. my atonement for towards next year's Yom Kippur. Okay, fair enough. Fair um, enough. but I will admit, and also I'm gonna atone for this too. I didn't watch a single minute of. Chiefs Titans. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, didn't get to watch because I was like, Tannehill's not playing. It's a wrap. Based off of what Malik Willis did last week, I think he only had like seventy-eight yards passing. He was, I believe, they, uh, on Sunday he was five of sixteen for eighty yards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah, not not great. So I was like, I'm I, just I don't gonna blame him. Like you know, he was developmental. He's a developmental prospect. Sure, and you're just throw, that when you're he was throwing drafted. him into the fire. Throwing him to the fire. You know, like he hung in there. Like he he looked confident and all, but like he just wasn't. You know, wasn't very good. No, um, but. I mean, the fact that the Titans only lost by three, I think, speaks volumes about how good they are and how good they will be when Tannehill does come back. Yeah, um, which is weird to say because Ryan Tannehill is a very mid quarterback. He is pretty mid, but I mean, mid. he runs the offense well, similar to uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. 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 So, but before we move on to the next point, because I, I I think that's where you were going with this, um, I got I got your trivia question for the podcast. Oh, you ready me. for this? I'm so ready. Okay, so we talk about good quarterbacks, right? We yes. sing Josh Allen's praises whenever we can. Right, Josh Allen. If you can believe this, in one score game since the start of 2021 is two and seven. Okay. Can you name the two quarterbacks in the NFL who have had worse games in one score situations? 
Wait, he's two and seven. He's two and seven. There are and two quarterbacks in the NFL who have had a worse record win percentage. I don't know what their win percentage records are, but I just was Is reading this, a this season. No, no, no. no. Oh, since the start of twenty twenty one. Start of twenty twenty one. Okay. So it doesn't have to be through a certain amount of games because obviously every game is different. Is Justin he, Fields one of them? Justin Fields is one of them. Yeah. Good job. And who's the other I, one? The thing is, I can't blame him for any of them. <laughs> it's I really so can't. funny. If you go back and look at that, I can't blame him. I blame um, Matt Nagy. I blame Matt Nagy, but also like I blame that Smith Marset guy. I blame that. Oh, Mir- oh yeah, Mir Smith Marset. I don't remember. What oh, that's right. Because yeah. we were watching the game on Thursday Night Football. When the ball hit him in the helmet. Yeah. And he dropped it. But yeah. like not just him. Like I blame. You know, uh, well, he also fumbled that Vikings game. I blame Bayless Jones for dropping a punt against the Giants. I blame uh, the the refs for that one horrendous uh, last year. Remember that Steelers game with Cassius Marsh where the ref bumped into him and threw the flag? Yep. Yeah, garbage. Absolute garbage. Refs hate the Bears. Um, But um, who else? Oh, man. Okay, don't tell me, don't tell me. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to give you a clue, but it's going to be a broad clue. Okay. So you guess Justin Fields, is... an NFC quarterback. This is an AFC quarterback. Okay. Uh, is he still playing? He is still playing. And he's um, still the starter. He's still the starter. Yep. I don't think it's Davis Mills. Because I don't think he's been... Is it... It's not Davis Mills, right? It's Davis Mills. Is it Davis Mills? <laughs> You're so good at this. Oh, my God. I'm amazing. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. That's impressive. Um, yeah. I'm surprised he's been in so many one-score games. I know. Honestly. But, hey, uh, I guess that does make some sense. So, Justin Fields, Davis Mills, and Josh Allen... Are Bad in one-score games. Pretty elite company. <laughs> uh, I actually, I, I don't think, I, I think all that means is that, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, Josh Allen lost the coin toss in one of those games. True, but they have, like, the, they, they changed the rule now. This is true. But you can still win the coin toss and score a touchdown in the opening drive and the game's over, which I still don't like. Yeah, so they didn't really change the rule. No, they really yeah, didn't. They didn't right. the Screw it. Um, anyway, but moving on, um, your Colts look bad. 26 to 3. They look pretty bad. And after the game, well, not after the game, the following day. I wish that the Colts had two more touchdowns and that the Patriots got a field goal. So then it would be 29 to 17. Yeah. Um, which is funny because that was the score of Super Bowl 41. And Thursday Night Football this past week. You know it. Eagles and uh, Lovey Texans. Smith Texans. And Lovey Smith Texans. Um, so after, after the game, I mean, they probably decided to do it after the game, but then released the news on Monday. So Black Monday came early for the Colts. They had fired Marcus Brady, their offensive coordinator, earlier this season. Yep. Then they go ahead and can Frank Reich after four seasons, four plus seasons. Right. Um, dude had a winning record. I think, believe 40, 33, and one was mm-hmm. his win total. Um, this was a Jim Ursay decision, yep. in my opinion. It had to be. With the front office chiming in, you know, very fluidly, I feel like. Um, I don't like it because it's not Frank Reich's fault that the quarterback situation has been what it has been over the course of the last three seasons. It's just interesting that they decided to hire college football as the new head coach. Yes. Um, I mean... Jeff, college football Saturday. Oh, I get it. That's stupid. That's, no, that was good. That was, pretty funny. That was really good. I'm, um, I'm glad you yeah, enjoyed it. So, another Ursa decision. They, instead of hiring, they literally had three coach. They've had three coaches on their coaching staff. Two who have actually coached in the NFL and one who is probably going to get looks. Can um, I give you an unpopular opinion? You actually like the Jeff Saturday I, hire? I do. Okay. I do. Well, it's Be- not going to happen. So what, I mean, oh, like in terms of he, he's the interim head coach. Right, right, right. So they literally pluck him from ESPN. Um, they could have had Gus Bradley, who I'm so surprised didn't get fired before Frank Reich. Flores, defensive coordinator. No, 
What? Brian what? Flores we could have had, I imagine, no? Brian Flores is on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, that's right, because it's the middle of the season. Yeah, okay, no, they right, wouldn't. Right. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, is, this isn't this isn't soccer where you can literally just, just like, like trade get for a coach whatever manager you want. Right, which right, is right. so great. I love that about soccer, by the way. So Gus Bradley's one coaching candidate who could have been hired internally. Right. Another one is John Fox, your former guy. Yep, I, I like John Fox. He's John Fox cool. is in his first season as a analyst. Oh, for the Colts. For the Colts. Very yep. Cool. So Very he cool. he's in-house he could have been the interim coach right although i'm not sure his health would have dictated that i mean i think he's 74 years old now which is right. crazy and then bubba ventrone who is literally getting tons of looks and is probably going to be a head coach one day jim ursay passed all of them up and decided to go with his old buddy frank or uh, not frank right? jeff saturday jeff's jeff college football saturday look i love jeff college football. look he this guy was the center for the championship winning colts he yes. was the center for the colts for a very very long time and it's like if anyone knows what it's like to be a like a, a player like in the trenches for the Indianapolis Colts, it is Jeff Saturday. Like cool. What he, else has he got? I mean, he knows football really well. Does he? he he's got it. I mean, he was a he was a center for the Indianapolis Colts and Peyton Manning. You know, you're right. He's got coaching experience in high school I, in I, I Georgia. Didn't, I didn't say a coaching experience. I say I'm saying. Oh, so he's like Chuck Pagano then? He knows. He's Chuck Pagano. He's not Chuck Pagano. What yes. Do you mean? How is that? What, so what Chuck mean? Pagano is a really good guy to have in your in your in your locker room. Yeah, like really I, I good motivator. That. That. Awesome story. This is what that is. I, Jeff Saturday brings no, nothing to the table no, in see, terms of you see the difference though. Like Jeff Saturday, he played center for the Colts for years, at least a decade. Right? I don't know how long he was in the league. But... And and what members of the Colts that he played center with are on the team now? It, it, it that's. That, that's not my point exactly. My point is that uh, zero is the answer. My point is that it's like no one knows, like it, it, the idea of Indianapolis football better than the guy who had Peyton Manning's hands under his ass every Sunday multiple times a season. Like th this is the guy that was like, I mean, honestly, Peyton Manning would have been an interesting hire, by the way. That's a whole other story. But like, <laughs> hey, oh, um, but like, I don't know. I, I just think centers know football very very well they have to be smart like you know they have to know what defensive lines are doing Foot football games are won in the trenches like if the bears had randomly hired olin Cruz instead of eberflus look i love eberflus but i would have been happy with an olin Cruz hire if i didn't know that so uh, you're just saying centers are like catchers in baseball kind of yeah yeah okay. that's it that's so that's your argument okay that's my argument okay, that's also, your silver lining okay and and, and i would say I'd, I'd make the same case for um but like backup quarterbacks that's why i think josh mccown was an interesting option for the texans when they said that they were interested in hiring Josh McCown. Obviously, I'm much happier they went with Lovey Smith because Lovey Smith's my dude. Yes. But, like, Josh McCown will be a great head coach one day, I think. I hope he um, gets his looks. Look, we've I mean, we've advocated for him. I think Byron it. Leftwich will be a great head coach. He was a backup for a long time. Um, I think um, – and he's been a coordinator, so he's paid his dues. Um, you know who would be a great NFL head coach if we're going down this rabbit hole? McNabb? No. Not Deion Sanders. I, I, I don't want him to leave Jackson State. He's going to leave Jackson State. Soon, you think? Probably at the end of the year. Is he gonna think he's gonna go pro? Or no, 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 no. He'll he'll, he'll he'll go big college program. I don't think so. I yeah. think he's. I think he wants to. There's a lot of college programs that would love Deion Sanders. I'm sure, but like, uh, I I I think you're right because you are Fox Sports Insider. No, no, stop it. But We're like, not doing this again. But like, <laughs> but like, my word means nothing. Did you see? By the way, Twitter is 
unla- or launching a new subscription service where you can get literally sign up for a blue check mark for eight dollars yes, a month. Yeah, I did see that. And it's so really there are so many parody accounts that are literally getting blue check marks yep, and then tweeting. It's, I think like, it's so funny. Like everyone got duped today because Adam, Adam Schefter yeah, yeah. tweeted that Josh McDaniels got fired in Las Vegas, which wasn't true. Right. Not yet. It's just a parody account who literally used Adam Schefter. Did a good job. And, it's a prank. It's a good oh, prank. Yeah. And then yeah. LeBron James, same thing. Look, they said LeBron James requested a trade from the Lakers. Which oh, that's hilarious. funny. That is really funny. Um, so. um, but anyway, yeah. Like first of all, like that whole blue check mark thing. That's, I mean, thanks Elon. Want, I think it's. I think it's hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't care that much about Twitter, uh, except for John Boy's tweets. But that's neither here nor there. And promoting the Easy Sports Network. That too. Um, although, but and uh, our podcast. Right. Well, that is part of the Easy Sports Network. Oh, but fair. Regardless, look. What were we talking about? We were talking about the fact that you really like Jeff Saturday. Yes, I, I think that was a good decision. I think Josh McCown will be a good head coach one day, and I think that it makes sense to hire people who were recently around the game. Uh, people who, you know... Jeff Saturday retired 10 years ago. Yeah, That's but, not I mean, recently around yeah, the game. Yeah, it was the NFL has changed considerably since Jeff Saturday retired. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's still been around the game. Like, he's still been, like... He's coaching. been on ESPN as a talking head. He hasn't been in a locker room. I think he's going to be a great coach. Okay, a well, good coach. he's walking into a dumpster fire where they have no personnel to do anything, and literally going... I was going through the schedule with one of my coworkers, because he's like, y'all are tanking, you guys are going to be in the top five. And I'm like... I don't think so. Next year when y'all play the Raiders, it's going to be... Or not next year, next week when you play the Raiders. I was going to say. It's just a battle of shit. Well, what's, just a battle what's so of funny is that shit. everyone's unearthing Jeff Saturday tweets because he's on Twitter and he literally criticized the Raiders. Recently, yeah. He said literally like, last the, week. The Raiders, the Raiders look bad. Yeah, yeah. The Raiders look horrible. Yeah, that's exactly that's what he said hilarious. verbatim. Um, but hey, I mean, look. It's, so, he, he was an analyst last week, so but, it's a fair comment. Anyway, I was going through the schedule. And, I mean, was he wrong? They lost to the Jaguars. They blew a 17 nothing lead. True. I was going through the schedule with my coworker. Colts schedule. The Colts literally have two winnable games. And we're, we're, in week, we're in week, about to be in week 10. All right, so one of them, is, two, one of them is week 10. It's the Raiders. No. You think that's winnable? No, absolutely not. Why not? Because the Raiders are at home, and this is literally... The Raiders so, lost oh, to Jacksonville. Also, by the way, the Colts don't have any play callers. They fired Marcus Brady, their only play caller, and then fired Frank Reich, who literally calling plays. Like They, they li- must really, really like that Will Anderson kid. They're not going to... They're, they're going <laughs> to draft a quarterback. Or Hopefully. Yeah, Bryce Young. Like, you go, go Stroud, through the Colts' maybe, schedule yeah. right now, they have two winnable games. And I will tell you which two. Eagles. No. They should just let Nick Foles play. They don't, like, they're, I, I, then they're I, playing I, the Cowboys. I, they're not going to win that I think game. The Steelers. Think the Steelers. They're, the Steelers. Sorry. Yes. Steelers is the one winnable game, and okay. then there's another one. Cowboys. So, Cowboys. No. no. Man, y'all schedule. Oh man, that's crazy. week fourteen. They have a bye. Oh, we have the same bye week. That's sad. Uh, it's not sad. It's fun. No, um, because oh, then we don't have much yeah, to talk about. Right. That's true. Vikings. Um, then they play the Vikings. No, they're definitely not going to win that game based off of how Minnesota's performing right now. But it's on Christmas. No, uh, it's not. Not on Christmas. It's the week before Christmas. Yes. But it's a Saturday game, the 17th. And then they go on to play on Monday Night Football against the Chargers. They're going to lose that game. Keep going. Dude, I would not. Look, Chargers late in the season. I'm just saying know. right now, Colts-Giants, they're not going to win that game. That's in that's at MetLife. And then week 18, they play the Texans. They're going to win that game. Well, we'll see about that. That's two, anyway. two possible wins. So that would be 5-11-1. 5-11-1. Oh, yeah, because they tied. They tied the Texans. That should be good for one. that should be good for a top five pick. Top it could six pick be, maybe. And and if this is how Chris Ballard in the front office was performing this entire time, they were like, oh, the quarterbacks are in the twenty twenty three draft. Let's, I think you know what, I kind of like the Colts approach here. It's just like you know what, we're not tanking, but we are saying fuck it. You know, we're just 
saying, all right, Ellinger, go out there and see how you do. Uh, you know, it's Jeff Saturday. Come on back. Let's try your hand at coaching for a little bit. And, you know, let's just see how this goes. And if worse comes to worse, we end up with Bryce Young. They did the same thing with uh, – Bryce Young's not going to the Colts. They there, are, there are teams that are worse than the NFL than the Colts. They did the same thing. Two in their own division, by the way. <laughs> they did the same thing. Well, first of all, I don't know if that's true because the Jaguars have three wins now and the Texans have two wins. And y'all are yet to play the uh, the Texans a second time. True. So we don't know. Y'all could still very well get the number one pick. And, you know, that's that was the strategy to get Andrew Luck, and that worked great until Thanks, he Thanks, Dan Orlovsky. Yep. Did you, so Dan Orlovsky also made the point that he would leave ESPN to go join Jeff Saturday's coaching staff. Oh, maybe he should go play this. That'd be fun. That'd be hilarious. That would be really Because funny. Dan Orlovsky has been the quarterback of the 2008 Lions, who went 0-16, and the 2011 Colts. Who went like 2-14. and 14, Yes, and secured both teams secured the number one overall pick. Yep. And drafted franchise cornerstones, who are yes. no longer with their teams. Yes, for varying reasons. Literally varying reasons. Like, I've seen so many tweets about how... Andrew Luck literally can look at the Colts dumpster fire from afar. And yeah. I'm never mad at Andrew Luck because he made the absolute right decision. No, he made the decision and, that he wanted to make. And, and if him. anybody criticizes that decision, you are not human. Right. I agree. I completely agree. Uh, speaking of not human, uh, Joe Mixon really, like... Holy he, he crap. Like, five touchdowns for the Bengals. He was Bengals a robot for the Against Bengals. the Panthers. That was just a garbage game. Everybody knew that game was going to turn out the way it did. 42-14. The Bengals really responded well after, like... An embarrassing loss on Halloween Monday night. That was like lock, 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 lock. Yes. I don't uh, care what, like, the Panthers did not cover. Yes, not even close. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, Baker Mayfield had some garbage time touchdowns. I think he's earned his job back. He played a quarterback for an Ohio team. Or against an Ohio team. In Ohio. Yes. That was weird. Well, no, he played the Bengals twice a year. When he was I'm saying this year. Oh, okay, fair. But, anyway. Because uh, the Browns came to Carolina week one. I remember. So that oh, was right, his right. first start. He didn't in start in his the... first game in Ohio, but yes, in a while. Did he not start week one? No, he did not start this game. Oh, this game. Yes, right, right. This is very true. Um, he did not. P.J. Walker did. Anyway, the Panthers, yeah, they looked very bad. P.J. Walker looked real bad after mm-hmm. a great game last week. You know, just he's been very up and down for Carolina. Yep. Um, you talked about Still Jackson. impressed with his story, but, you know, not a good game. Nope. You talked uh, about Jacksonville beating Las Vegas. Joe Mixon, I think he had like four touchdowns or five touchdowns in the first half or something crazy like that. Like Sean Alexander type shit. And he did like the one, two, three, four, five. Yep, yep, yep. Like that. Not one, not two, not three. Yep. You know. He, um, he was awesome. Good so yeah, for Bengals him. look good. Joe Burrow, uh, still uh, top three quarterback in the AFC. Murderous for fantasy owners, Probably. by the way. Oh, just because he's so up and down? No, 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 no. I'm talking Joe Mixon's. Oh, Joe Mixon, right. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. No, if you had Joe Mixon, you most likely won. Yes. Um. Then the Jets we talked about. Yes, Jaguars, I mean, they had a very exciting comeback, but I don't really care about them or the Raiders, which is not interesting this year. No, that um, game was very bad. Afternoon games, we'll briefly talk about yep. B- the Bucks and, you know, coming back against the Rams. Tom, Tom Brady, Brady threw a game-winning touchdown pass yeah, to only, Kate Otten. Yeah, good for Tom Brady. Did, but like, oh, and did you, you know, realize it took him... He had 11 drives to, to take the lead, and I think on the 12th or on the 11th, I don't know which one, was when he finally, finally led them down the field to score, but Tom Brady was bad that whole game. Until the end, because that Both teams like that, that game that game was such a microcosm of Tom Brady's career, because the defense kept on bailing him out, and finally he was able to steal the glory at the end by leading his team down. Uh, so after a touchdown. Can, can I just mention how luckiest fu- player of all time? Can I mention how well true? Yes. Can I mention how funny it was that so that game was on CBS? It was like 
NFC versus NFC, and it was on CBS. I think like there's kinks in the contract for right, right. for TV that says that CBS gets like one pure NFC, NFC game, game, and right, then right. AFC Fox gets like one pure or right. like two. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so CBS has a graphic. Whenever somebody scores a touchdown, it has their first the letter the first letter in their first name and their entire last name. So Kate Otten scored the game-winning touchdown. So it literally translates to C. Otten, which is Cotton. Oh, that's really funny. Cotton. Just wanted to mention that there's... It's kind of funny. No, it's, a, it's a material. That is like the most brain brainless thought I've had on this show. Can it Can it be? Sure. It's up it's there. It's definitely, definitely up there. Definitely up there. Um, um, we already that. did talk about the Chiefs a little bit. Um, Seahawks Cardinals, Cardinals was Cardinals, good. Really good game. Uh, I like seeing Geno Smith. You know, he threw a very boneheaded pick six and then immediately took his team down the field and throws a touchdown pass to Tyler Lockett to reclaim the lead. Uh, yeah, I mean, Seahawks continue looking really, really sharp. Um, I mean, they're definitely contenders in the NFC, and there's just no doubt about it. Like, so, they, they've been very solid all year. I have to laugh at the Cardinals, because the Cardinals led 7-3 to three going into the second quarter. It's the first time all year that the Cardinals had a lead going into the second quarter. We were what does that tell you about? What does that tell you about Cliff Kingsbury? Um he needs to pack his bags and go down the street to Arizona State. I'm not saying he needs to, but that would be, like, amazing if he got fired midseason and then the rumors would start to swirl. Oh, my God, yeah. And I think he'd be a really good pick for Arizona I, State. I don't. You know? Nah, no. probably. Maybe not. I don't know. He'd be I mean, great he's offensively, def- which the, the Sun Devils need. But. He's definitely a coach for college. He really is because he just... Going over here. He literally can't get anything going in terms of, like, coaching grown men. Right. And so... What's funny is that so the Arizona Cardinals are currently on they're on hard knocks like the uh, oh the, yeah the, like mid-season, the middle of the season middle right. season hard knocks and so a clip came out today with Buda Baker who's one of their one of the best safeties in the NFL and one of the team captains literally comes out he's like I hate losing I love y'all we got to step up watch more film whatever and like the entire time I was watching it I was just laughing right because it's like you're trying to tell these guys who aren't very good at least. You know, the majority of them are not very good. I've never heard of, like, most of the defense. Um, you're trying to tell them to play better. And it's like, that's not the solution. The solution is you got to clear house and... Yeah, they kind of need to start again. Yeah. I think Arizona needs to start again. And I don't even know if that means with Kyler Murray. See, that would be That'll very be. hot topic of conversation because Kyler Murray is still technically under contract for baseball. Oh. The Oakland A's still picked him. In the first round of the MLB draft, so, and I think they still have his rights. I think he would be such a good second baseman. I'm telling you, I think he'd he would be, be awesome. I think he'd be so good in Major League Baseball. People forget, and he'd make so much money too. People forget Jameis Winston walked so Kyler Murray could run. In terms of like baseball, oh, in terms of you like ever the seen that, that clip of a, well, I mean, really, Deion Sanders ran or walked. No, ran. Deion Sanders like sprinted, and Bo Jackson yeah. also sprinted. Right, right. So the and then Jameis walked it back, and Kyler Russell Wilson, Wilson too. Russell Wilson played for the Yankees, I believe, or the Rangers, or something like that. Both. Right. I oh, think both. he was in both their organizations. Uh, Tim Tebow, as well, played for the Mets, a little bit. No. No, I, I don't like that comp. That's fair. Doesn't it's count. A bad comp. Doesn't count. Um, <laughs> Shout out the the Syracuse Nationals. He was a, uh, Tebow was an okay double A player. Who's fair? I was rooting for his story. I really was. I was uh, rooting for him to make a make a call up to the roster for the Mets. I've never been a big Tim Tebow guy. But anyway. Um, Tim Tebow. Anyway, if anybody can name what that's from. The New Orleans Saints lost to Baltimore Ravens, led by Lamar Jackson and company. Are you ready for, like, the wildest Lamar Jackson stat? Yes. 100 career passing touchdowns he achieved in that game? Yeah. 4,000 rushing yards for a career? 
only quarterback in NFL history to do that. He's he's, he's insane. insane. He's insane. Yep. He's you know one of the most exciting players to watch of the generation. He is what Randall Cunningham would have been in today's NFL. Oh, yeah. for sure, for sure. Randall Cunningham would have been that guy first. Yeah, I mean, uh, Rand- Randall was more like elastic than Lamar Jackson is. But he also played in a league that wasn't very pass heavy at that point. This is true. Like literally, pluck Randall Cunningham from the '92 Eagles, put him in. Like, really, Cunningham was put him best like with the '98 Vikings. Well, yeah, that's true. You know? um, Shout out Dennis Green. Uh, Shout out the Atlanta Falcons. Bears are who we thought they were, and we let him off the hook. We let him off the hook. He had a point, by the way. Was that he right? did. But anyway, um, anyway, twenty-seven thirteen, Baltimore got the win. Yep. Uh, we as we both predicted. Yes, we did. It was really not that close. Like it felt, you know, like Baltimore pretty much had it under control. How do you feel about the AFC North right now? Uh, you know, the Browns obviously are interesting, and they'll be better when they get their uh, their harasser back and Deshaun Watson. Um, That's coming Bengals, up in two weeks, right? Two weeks. The Bengals are, you know, like they still have Joe Burrow leading leading the charge. Jamar Chase, I think, will come back this season. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. I hope he does because the Bengals are more fun that way. Can you be soon to be Fox Sports insider Elijah Zalonki? Uh, that'll be. I uh, believe me, dude. That's the dream. But um, th- that's the Bengals, and then the Ravens. Leading the division right now. Six yeah, three. They're, they're leading the division. So, you know, what do you make of the AFC North? How do you think this is going to play out? I mean, it's really interesting because you could easily see the Browns coming back. I, I want to see how Deshaun Watson does after a year plus away. Right. I mean, saying I want to see him do well, like, that's... No, I don't care it, if it's he's a, do well, but we want to see It's him like football. a very, what is it, mutually exclusive comment? Or not mutually exclusive? Not mutually, it's just like... It's independent of him as a person. You want to see how the Browns are right. when like, they get a certain player back. Like, yeah. I tell people this all the time. Floyd Mayweather, greatest boxer of all time. Hate him as a person. Yeah, that's fair. Deshaun that's Watson, fair. same exact situation. Well, but, he's not the greatest quarterback of all time, but, you know. No. Great football player, you know. I'm um, saying people are bad. Yes. Like, off are... off their sporting venues. Right. But, yeah, the, the Browns can make a charge. I don't know what their schedule looks like right now. Um, the Ravens, obviously, they're in the driver's seat right now, halfway to go through the season. And then, yeah, the, broom, ba- broom. the Bengals would have been in that position had they not lost a really bad game to the Browns on Halloween. So Yeah, no, honestly. Uh, and then they got the Ra- the Bengals and Ravens are both off this week. Uh, but, you know, then True. the Bengals play the Steelers. Congrats on not. And the Ravens host the Panthers, so I do think they'll both uh, be winning Week 11. Uh, but we'll see, you know. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a long season. As they say in French, it's intéressant. And speaking of France, we got the Seahawks going to Tampa Bay – or no, no, playing Tampa Bay in Germany, which is kind of like France. No, it's not. Not really it's like France. Germany, it's Munich. Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's fair. But before that, we've got a Thursday night game that we should talk about very briefly. Thank you. Falcons and Panthers. That yes. one's in the United States, by the way. And the Panthers are debuting their all-black jerseys with, like, this really cool matte-looking helmet. Yeah, That you looks know, awesome. I, and I want to pick them because of that. I just... I like the Panthers teal better. I like their Carolina blue more than I like their. Um, I don't their think it would black. consider a Carolina blue. Or their. Panthers I understand what you're saying. Blue, you know. Either way, it I, is like, like I like I like that uniform better than the all black uniform. But like, it's gonna be cool. Well, to see yeah, we gotta we gotta see it. Well, the Falcons also have like the Falcons basically an all black red helmets. They're so cool. They have an all black uniform though. They the do. Falcons do. They, do. they do. It would be really confusing if they wore those uniforms At together. At the same time, can you imagine? That'd be a that'd be a the colorblind game. That'd be really fun. That would be. So I I like the Falcons to win this one in Carolina. Um, I think it's going to be a closer game. I think it's be a pretty close game. The Falcons are a little better, but like, you know, you never know how these rivalry games go. And also, these teams very recently played, and it was 
just a seesaw battle. I like Carol. I like uh, Atlanta to win. Excuse me, Ooh. in a close game. Almost seesaw. Twenty-five to twenty. Okay. It's a weird score. I'm taking the Panthers. Ooh, I want. Okay, the, I like this it. Is a, the, the, you know parody in the NFL. This yep. is a trap game for the Falcons. Falcons. I, could, I don't know if I could consider a division game a trap game. Well, just based off of the situation, the fact that the Panthers are two and seven, coming off a terrible loss. Yep. Trap game. Well, we'll see. Falcons. Falcons should have won the other other day, as we mentioned, but they lost on a game-winning field goal. Now they have to go on the road to a divisional opponent. Everyone's going to show out on Thursday night. It's the only one. I think one Cordero there. Patterson will have a good game. I mean, listen, like, trust me, I'm blindly picking the Panthers to win the game. That's fair. That's because fair. Because the Panthers aren't good. No, I mean, but I, I it's pick, not unrealistic for the strategy and the devil's advocate of this argument. Sorry, it's not really an argument for the for yeah. our conversational, you know, podcasting or debate gibberish talk. Our, our conversation, yeah, yeah. I'm. I, I want the Panthers to win. Right. I'm going I'm to take Carolina to win. I think it'll be close, like you said. I, I'll say 24-23. I, I respect close. it. I respect it. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited, man. Uh, I mean, divisional games are always entertaining. I just, uh, even though the two teams are not that good, I just think it'll be a really fun game. Yep. So that, that'll, that'll be good. That'll I agree. Be good. That'll be good. A good Thursday night football game will be nice to see. Another really good two-point conversion on this yeah, hump day great stuff man hump, hump night day. hump night hump really night. also don't you just hate the time change because the sun sets at like four o'clock why is it so freaking dark man i love that you tried to just restrain yourself i did saying the f word even though you said the f word twice on this podcast i succeeded already. i succeeded in... you're still gonna put the e though right i will of course oh fantastic yeah. thank you for it's looking fun... out for our young crowd yes you... and by young you, i mean you... bark Gelp. youthful ears man youthful ears anyhow it, th- this was great uh Easy on Twitter, Easy Sports Network, YouTube, and Twitter. You can Noah get Freeman underscore on Twitter. on Twitter. And yeah, actually, I have an Instagram, but I don't use it. He will. Noah Friedman Media, I think, is my Instagram, oh, which that's is funny. Cool. So shout out. Um, and you can follow our podcast wherever you get podcasts. I'm not even going to say. I'm not shouting out any podcasts. Yeah, I mean, look, like they we know do it all the time. Yeah, exactly. if you're listening, you're in the right place. Right. Anyway, shalom.